I really enjoy this text message you sent me. Oh yeah. Yep. I, I should, I should do a dramatic reading. This is the text Mike sent to me, um, as read by Sean Connery. He sent it to me Sunday at nine thirteen PM. Welp. I hope you're going to have a lot to say about this episode. Cause that was shit and could have been done in 20 minutes. I fucking hate this episode. Fucking Luigi's Mansion of an episode. <laughs> it's the Watchman on the couch. <laughs> Welcome back to Watchman on the Couch. Today we're discussing episode six of season one, I guess. Um, this extraordinary being, I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Mike Daffron. Mike's got some opinions about this episode. <laughs> I just got super bored of it. Really? Okay. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was super slow, and I can't fucking stand like old timey music that like wavy sound and just uh, the shitty old timey music. Oh, that'll do it. it then. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Because I'm not hip with the Nintendo stuff, I don't understand the Lu- Luigi's Mansion reference. But. <laughs> it's just because at the end of the episode. Uh, so Lu- in Luigi's Mansion, Luigi basically uses a flashlight to <laughs> like <laughs> get ghosts and stuff. That's hilarious. So yeah, he got himself a ghost. Uh, yeah. So if you don't like the old-timey stuff, and uh, that would definitely... Uh, it definitely set the tone for not liking the episode for sure. There's actually not a lot to talk about with this episode. Personally, I love the episode. Um, not necessarily. Well, I mean, from a story standpoint, I like the episode, but it definitely went too long in terms of that. Um, I think if they interspersed some present day Vite stuff in this episode, it would have been good. But this was very. I mean, this was all Will Reeves all the time. Yeah. See, and uh, that's that's part of why I didn't really enjoy the episode, too, because it was only Will Reeves. And I didn't get any more of the continuing story, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that if um, if you're not listening to a podcast or if you don't know anything about The Watchmen at all or haven't been digging deeper into the show a little bit about the characters and stuff... This is probably a perfect episode for you. Uh, I know we've talked about on the podcast that, you know, most people probably aren't going into the Pedia files or whatever, right. uh, Pediapedia, and might not have any background on the Watchmen. So the reveal that Will is Hooded Justice might is probably a big deal, but. I already knew that and assumed that, like, mm-hmm. so it was pretty obvious. And like a lot of the background, I just like, okay, I just I already know this and assumed all this crap, and I don't know. And and like a lot of the scenes just were cut really slow. Like it was just it was very slow and drawn out. And I'm just like, ah, come on, mm-hmm. get along with it. <laughs> I mean, it was shot. It was shot very beautifully. Like it was done very well. But I just, I just, you know, I just got bored. I think that's. I think that's the reason I like it as much as I do because of the way it's shot. I, I think this. 
this is like an episode that's going to stick with me just because of the way it was shot. It was beautifully done. It was it was excellent. It was um, it was really amazing the way it was shot. Like at every scene, like and it was just it was very creatively. And, the transitions, uh, well yeah, done. the transitions are creative. The uh, the pan away from uh, from seeing Will and then panning back and seeing Angela is seamless. Yeah. There were a lot of cool little uh, transitions like that that I uh, definitely enjoyed the cinematography of it for sure and definitely appreciate that. So, you know, little things like when he was looking in the mirror and then uh, June showed him the little handheld mirror and then it was Angela's face. You know, there's a bunch of little things like that that Mm -hmm. were really cool. So, yeah. But yeah, so you find out that Will uh, became a cop. Well, I think he they, we he said he was a cop, and or we find out he was a cop like a few episodes back. Um, and he didn't have a good time of it because of the Cyclops, and that's about it. That's the story. No, um, <laughs> but because of that, he ends up becoming Hooded Justice. After uh, surviving a, well, I guess he didn't, he could have been killed if they wanted to kill him, but uh, he got strung up and then cut down and then uh, came back with the, uh, the noose and the hood on his head and uh, beat the shit out of some people. That's quite a choice to, uh, you know, (laughs) if he wants to become this like vigilante, cool, but he just gonna be like, well, Guess I'll just keep wearing this. I, mean, this I got this is rope. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? I mean. Can't just throw it away. It's perfectly good rope. How many times do you think that fucking rope has gotten caught on shit? As it has to be just in the way all the time. Oh, for sure. It has to have gotten snagged so many times on things and like slightly choked him for a second. <laughs> you know? I, f- I feel that way about a lot of uh, costumes. Like well, one he's got a, I mean he's he's got a clan hood, a black clan hood on, basically, right. And like, it's not easy to see out of those. If you want, at least not for fighting. I mean, if you're just standing around watching stuff burn, then sure. I mean, it's good for that. But as far as being functional, eh, not so much. Same with Rorschach's mask. It's like, how's this guy fighting with that on? Like, how do you see through that? Yeah. Or how do you see well through it? I don't know. How do those hairy dogs see through all that hair? I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. They can no. see through just fine. Yeah, you just you can. All right. Well, yeah. You know, just like you can see through like a little bitty pinhole, you know? But uh, Yeah. It's like that. It's like a hairy dog, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the hairy dog effect. Also, like, while you're fighting, having that big, heavy rope, like would just be swinging around and probably be smacking in the face sometimes. Mm-hmm. Hell, that's the worst thing to have on your body when you're fighting somebody. I would just grab that. Just grab it. Choke yeah. him. Pull him Dead. down and done. Then he's pull done. Down, throw a knee to his head and uh I don't know. Yeah. No. Well, it's a bad choice. But he uh continues. But it looks on. cool. Yeah, he continues on with Hooded Justice for a while, uh, joins up with the Minutemen, and apparently the Minutemen are just uh, not too keen on solving real problems. They uh, they want to get that ad money. Yep. 
They're just a bunch of homos. <laughs> speaking of speaking of that ad money, um, if you want to support the show, Casper Mattress. That no, I'm kidding. We don't have a, <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty fucked up. That the Minutemen, or at least, I wonder how. Uh, it doesn't really tell you how all the other Minutemen would feel about that. Mm-hmm. It's just what Captain Metropolis, I guess he runs the crew. So I guess what he says goes and they follow along, mm-hmm. you know? So I mean, his name yeah, is Captain Metropolis. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he took that dick. Um, how was I going to say? I just lose my train of thought. Uh, I need some nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, having sex with your bratty stepsis has always been a thing, I guess. Wait, what's that? <laughs> having sex with your stepsister. Oh. I yeah. Mean, that's fucking weird. It's not really a stepsister. <laughs> sure it is. No, it's not. It's okay, just daughter. found. <laughs> Stepdaughter. <laughs> it's technically more there of a stepdaughter. There it is. Damn it. It's, it's more of a foster daughter. Hmm. Okay, Woody Allen. Like, <laughs> well, he, apparently he's doing just fine. So why can't Will Reeves? I don't know. Like, there's no problems there at all. <laughs> hey, Will, tell me about the time you first saw me. Well, saw you laying in a field, wrapped it in a flag, and I was like, someday I'm gonna fuck this baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, as Woody Allen says, the heart wants what the heart wants, and apparently the heart really wanted Captain Metropolis, so it's okay. It all worked yeah. out. Yeah, he's down with everything, I guess. Uh, except uh, except hypnotizing cops, apparently. Yeah, so beware of the Cyclops. Beware of the Cyclops. Beware of the losers, you know? Like, you know, when you used to put that, like, L on your forehead, you're a loser. Mm-hmm. That's like what the cops do now. Mm-hmm. They're just like, we're the losers. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's, it's a weird, um, or they're playing the circle game with their friends, that stupid little <laughs> circle game. Thing. Oh, he looked punched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He finds that. He finds that book. Is that a real book? I never, the, uh, I forgot to look that up. Oh, the mesmerism book. Yeah. yeah I didn't look it up either. Book of Mesmerism I for the masses. I assume it's not a real book. Um, I don't know. There's weird stuff and like they put they put uh, I don't know uh, certain things in history in the show. Like um, I think it shows a newspaper at the newspaper stand mm-hmm. that's about uh, like twenty two thousand Nazis or something gathering at Madison Square Garden. Like that was actually a thing that happened. Wait, what? Like a, yeah, that's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. I I started watching, like, because um, I think some somebody posted it on Reddit, and I was like, wait, this is a real thing? And then it took me to a YouTube link, and it started, you know, playing the video, but I didn't, and I wasn't able to watch the whole thing because I was at work. Mm. But yeah, check it out. Look that up. Hmm. Nazis gathering at madison square garden i guess right before the war i know and there's not even a ted nugent concert back then yeah <laughs> ah that was interesting though 
So I don't know. You know when uh <laughs> So let's see. Oh, when those cops are are dragging those dead bodies with the car and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to go into the alley." And then the cops stop and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I think how about tonight or you know whatever cuz they said somebody's going to drink." I'm like, "Yeah." Like, "Uh, why don't you run?" Like are you are you as dumb as Angela? I mean, I guess that's where Angela gets her fucking stupidity from. Like, it's you know what's going to happen. Fucking bunch of racist white cops. Like, you're in a fucking alley. They're not going to just, like, you know, hang out. I wasn't sure if, uh, if, if the bodies being dragged behind the car were actually... Just people like having fun. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's um, like brain interpretation or if that's like an actual factual thing of what happened. Like because the doors to the precinct don't exist in the middle of the street that you can just walk through either. Oh. Yeah, but it didn't really look like that to me. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, it does. It does look like there was really bodies behind there, which I mean, there, well, there were actually bodies there, but I don't know if like William actually saw bodies behind trailing behind that truck is, is what I'm getting at. Right. Um, well, hold on. Speaking of which, so are, how do we even know any of these memories are actually real memories of will and not like manufactured just so Angela thinks this is fucking all reality. I, I, I don't believe, you know, I'm, I don't. I don't believe they're manufactured. Fucking. But I'm just saying, fakes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fake. Okay. The real story is the one that's actually in the Minutemen TV show. See, I enjoyed the very first scene. <laughs> just, but it it it's it's kind of annoying at the same time. Just because I'm like, oh, okay, like. Because it's just taking up screen time, and I just, I want no answers. I'm impatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we only got nine episodes. There's only three episodes left. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't have a bunch of shit open-ended, and like, uh, they've, they've done great at world building, and mm-hmm. I just feel like we're still world building, and we don't need to anymore. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. at least to an extent of a whole episode just on Will. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be interested in, in- interested in seeing if this actually becomes like some kind of anthology series, kind of like castle rock where they do other seasons, but every season's different. Yeah. Like, man, I was getting, I was getting bored with some of the, like, even like when will started beating up some, some of the guys, I don't remember what scene it was. I was like, Oh, fucking cool. Some more kicky punchy scenes. I'm like, <laughs> how long is this fucking going to go? I started fast forwarding through it. I like how the, uh, I like how the the other thing I like about the Minutemen TV show is I like how much more graphic the show within the show is than the actual show is. Right. I wonder what they would have shown like if I don't know. Well, I don't know. He did beat the shit out of some people and shoot people in the head. Yeah. But like that was actually a cool scene when he actually shoots that uh, fat guy in the head, and then it's like a first person shooter type. Mm-hmm. you know and then he burns all those bodies and he gets the cyclops machine one of them and uh apparently builds his own cyclops machine smaller and more portable yeah can like be- luigi 
What are you going to do with that, Will? Oh, I'm going to start a Kickstarter. <laughs> and uh... I have a feeling that, like, as Will got older, I wonder if he used that, like, uh, Luigi's Mansion uh, flashlight more of in a way of, like, I don't know, Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he kind of seems like that type of guy to me, right? You can take your pants off now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have done so many fun things with Judd. Yeah. Not, <laughs> and not sex stuff. Sex stuff. Sex stuff. <laughs> he could have just, I don't know, dance a jig or whatever. Well, my thing is, hey, Judd, just quit looking at it. <laughs> Close your eyes. Yeah, because when he turns it off, it's like, you don't know what's going on, old man. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and flash this back in your face again. You know what? I will say that last scene because I've watched this twice and I didn't do any fast forwarding. <laughs> but that last scene, so when Judd is like, You don't know me, old man. And Will is, you know, puts his hand on his forehead with the Cyclops uh, gang symbol or whatever. It just took me as like, maybe Judd isn't like a racist guy. Like he did. I guess hold on to that. He wanted to hide. He liked remembering his father. I don't. Anyway, I. It almost seemed like uh, Will didn't know. Doesn't actually know Judd. And he's just thinking he is this fucking racist person, and doesn't care. And he's just gonna kill him because, yeah. as in that whole episode, just like June said, he is an, just angry an angry guy. guy. Yeah, I think that's for sure what it is. Okay. Because on first watch, I just I, I didn't really pick that up. This is probably being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid old timey episodes. Sick of seeing his mom play the piano. <laughs> okay, tell me why? Why did Will take his wheelchair all the way down to the hanging tree? He can walk. He didn't need to be in that wheelchair. Uh, maybe he it's- forgot he could walk. <laughs> his, he needs his pills to remember how to walk <laughs> maybe how how did he call angela out in the middle of nowhere with no cell phones did he call her before uh judd pulled over or whatever and just thought oh i'm all for sure get this timing right <laughs> yeah that's a good question i don't know they still have pay phones yeah, yeah, they got payphones. Well, maybe, but he's just... on them like middle of nowhere, and then they go to like the hanging tree. Maybe he has the first cell phone. <laughs> All right, that's possible. You know, Lady True technology. Yep. Sure. Well, I mean, to be fair, even when we had pagers, there were still those big ass cell phones, <laughs> <laughs> like the car cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. And the Zach Moore cell phones? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. the big question is, in that case, like, did he just not take a car? Like, does he just wheel himself everywhere? Like, he just wheels around town? Out into the middle of nowhere? Like, he has to get dropped off at some point. Yeah, who's helping him out? Who? Yeah. Maybe Good Lady enough. True, I guess. Maybe right? that, uh, maybe the, uh, what's the, what's the name of the, uh, hover pod, Willie? Or, uh... <laughs> Well, no. Well, we know that Lady True basically picked him up with the little flying machines, right? Mm-hmm. That they're yeah. using to help build a millennium clock. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just no, ex- takes one ex- of those everywhere. Excuse me. Millennium clock. Whoa. 
Hey, maybe it is. If he got that little hypnotizing flashlight, is Lady True under his control? Does Lady True know he has that? Oh, no. <laughs> Are they building a giant mesmerizing machine for the whole world? Maybe. I still want to know what the thing is that fell in the field, like right at the beginning of the, <laughs> of the Lady True episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I'm like. I want some answers. Is that Adrian Vite? Did he get back to Earth? That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I don't know. So, well, we get to Dr. See... Manhattan's taking Adrian back. <laughs> I hope so. Like, I hope we get to see some. See some more stuff. I was so scared when I saw the previews for the when I saw the very first previews for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Where it was like we see young Angela, it's like I'm gonna be a police officer. It's like oh no, it's gonna be another flashback episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but I seemed, love that too. That seemed to be like a really qu- fairly quick thing compared to what was in the rest of the previews. So. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, in the Pediapedia files, um, so I was listening to a different podcast. I've I forgot the damn name of the podcast. There's some British folks, though. Uh, they're, they're pretty funny. Next, I'll have to mention the name next time. Anyway, uh, I remember hearing them mention that they were wondering, like, well, is Angela the only one who knows these memories? Uh, but apparently not, because uh, Angela was supposedly talking the whole time that she was in this uh, trance. So, you know. Uh, she's Lori Blake would know, you know, all the background and shit. Hmm. I guess she was commentating the whole thing. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I get. Well, I guess when she's uh, when Will is talking, she is talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or she's doing all the voices. She's doing well, no, a one man show. That doesn't make any sense because I said she was in a coma. Maybe she was in a coma where she can still talk. That's not I don't a. Know. That's not a coma. That is not what a coma is. Yeah, because she could. There's no way she could talk. Even either it, because they, it, Lori explicitly said like you're paralyzed or you're gonna come or like she couldn't even blink. She could barely blink. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, blink if you can understand me. So you want to be able to move your mouth? Yeah, I don't. I don't think she was narrating. So well, that's what that's what Pedia says. That's what Loom Man says. Well, you know what. In that case, I'm done with this whole show because that's bullshit. You can't say somebody's in a coma and also <laughs> saying everything that's going on. It doesn't work that way. <sighs> Unless she was, oh, maybe she's only in a, well, no, because she wakes up in the in Lady True's hospital or infirmary. So I was going to say, like, maybe she's only in a coma for that portion that time's frozen. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. 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 Because like time was frozen for like a while, but maybe like time. So that'll that'll be the question is how long has she been out? And why is Angela's IV so goddamn big? It's like she has an air something like that. It's like she has an air hose (laughs) attached to her. Pumping her full of air. Because that's all that's in her stupid head. I'm going to swallow all these pills. Did I, already, did I already ask why, or if Lady True, oh yeah, I think I did, if Lady True knows about that 
mesmerizing flashlight. Yeah. Is Lady True under his control? There's a lot of flashing going on on your side of the screen, Mike. Is somebody in there with you? There is. Flash! Earlier, it was like, the, it's, I think like your screen was going off, turning off or something like that. Because, oh. whatever. I was just trying to, you know. All right. Just making uh, sure you weren't getting mesmerized over there. All right, now back to sex stuff. <laughs> sex stuff. Sex stuff. So I wonder if Captain Metropolis really did have uh, secret videos. Oh, yeah, I, I I would think so. But that means, well, okay, so that, do people, well, now I'm confused if people actually know that Will Reeves is hooded justice based upon the beginning of the Minutemen movie or the Minutemen uh, television show that's inside the show. He's trying to like throw them off his scent for killing people. So like, were they looking for Will Reeves, the Minuteman and thought it was, huh? But at the same time, they're portraying Will, or they're portraying Hooded Justice as white in the show because they don't know that Hooded Justice is black. Yeah, because he's wearing white face. He's culturally appropriating white people's uh, culture of loving to dress up in costumes, <laughs> fight crime. Okay, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that is something that we, uh, so it's not necessarily, because we talked about it before, uh, I think I mentioned, like, is that whitewashing? Like, uh, you know, because they're having Hooded Justice as a white guy, but Mm -hmm. people don't know he's a white guy. Right, so it's not necessarily whitewashing because they are ignorant of who Hooded Justice was. Yeah, he's just shrinking. But if they knew Hood, Hood of Justice was black and they cast a white guy, that is definitely a whitewashing. Uh, which they probably still would do. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I don't know. Not in Redford's America. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because that's a, that's a new show. It's not an old show, yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some gratuitous butt-pounding on network TV in Redford's America. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. They're not, not going to shy away from... Uh, Will Reeves are uh, uh, a black hooded justice, I don't think. Yeah. Just think about what the Richard Gere show is like. Just think about how gross it would be to have butt sex back in that time. <laughs> Why? They had bathtubs. <laughs> gross bathtubs. What? Before enemas were invented. I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Do you think enemas were like a nineties thing? No. But when was when was this take when did this take place? The mid thirties? This would have been well, it's after Because after World War One, and it's right before World War Two, I think. Yes. So yeah, so it's nineteen thirties. Yeah. Yeah, they had uh I think they had they have penicillin by now, I think. I'll have to uh, look that up in the uh, Pedia. Pedia. Yeah. yeah. Pedia, what do you know about uh, enemas? <laughs> I'll, I'll ask Alexa. <laughs> the enema was invented by Captain Metropolis in <laughs> 1932. Huh. 
Let's see, looking through my notes. I don't know much else what I got. When? When he... When he... When he... Found the projectors. There was like these weird crystals on the table. Mm-hmm. I wonder... We haven't seen anything like that in the show, have we? Not to my knowledge. Oh, I've heard that a lot lately, Tim. Not, Not to, to my, my knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> I don't get it. I've you... just... I've watched a lot of... I've watched every hour of the impeachment <laughs> oh jesus i'm so sorry <laughs> well i've actually listened to most of it because i can just like put on my headphones so i'll during the day i was listening to a lot of them anyway yeah, I, I don't want to talk about i that. get yeah. i just get the play-by-play from uh people i work with so <laughs> i don't need to yeah. i get the cliff notes versions of the impeachment stuff well that's the reason i wanted to uh actually watch all of it or listen whatever because I didn't want to fucking get secondhand knowledge because people skew so much shit nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, I tell you what, I, I didn't think the whole Fox News thing was uh, as extreme as it is. And it fucking is. Yeah, they're crazy right it's, now. It's fucking insane, like, how skewed it is to what actually went on during the <laughs> I mean, it's not even skewed at this point. Like, it's full on like propaganda at this yes point. and it's i crazy. and i definitely hesitate to say stuff like that because of the way the media is in general like definitely there's pandering to certain sides of things but i don't well i wouldn't say the news side of fox is necessarily propagandist but definitely like they're talking heads like for their quote-unquote political entertainment shows right right oh, those are so fucking far gone at this point right yeah that that's that's pretty much what i mean because you know, yeah, definitely. I'm not talking about your local Fox News, and also not talking about just the actual reporting. Yeah, but the thing is, so many people—that's the only thing they get their news from—is all mm-hmm. those talking head shit. And that's all that anybody shares on social media and things like that. Are those, all right? Like nobody cares about like nobody's sharing Shepard Smith stuff until he decides to leave. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's a weird tangent. <laughs> Back to Redford's America. <laughs> <laughs> well, Redford's America, he's probably a Democrat. <laughs> oh, man. Uh... So, I was, uh, I was looking at the... I, I went on IMDb just because I was curious, because I knew how much you didn't like the episode. I wanted to see what the ratings were like on IMDb's. Oh, stuff. I'm in the minority. I guarantee it. Yeah, just like Will Reeves. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> you were, <laughs> you were the non cyclops in the uh... yeah no it was, so right now it's the highest rated episode so far, um, with the previous episode being the second one, which that makes sense because yeah. that that one was also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, you have to kind of take those with a grain of salt because as people watch the shows, there's more votes on previous episodes than there are on the newer episodes. Like the first episode on IMDb has like 5,000 and this one only has like 1,900 or something like that. So there's definitely some skew. So like whatever it is in the next few weeks will right. probably. You know, I, what I really liked about this episode was the white people. <laughs> like them. I really relate to those guys. Yeah, well. 
That is 100% a joke, people. Just like. (laughs) Anyway, what I was going to say. I really liked the homos in this episode. I I really relate to that. I know. That's a joke, too. (laughs) Okay. Let me see if I can try this again. Uh, While I was on IMDb, I saw the episode titles for some of the next episodes. And I didn't write all of them down. Like, I don't have the next episode, episode seven. But episode eight is a god walks into a bar. So I'm hoping that we actually see some Dr. Manhattan. And that's where we see the Dr. Manhattan uh, with the mask thing. Or somebody who seems to be very Dr. Manhattan-y with the mask. Um, Either that or it's another stupid Lori Blake joke. And I'm not on board for that. Uh, yeah, that's possible. Maybe it's just some guy who, like, fell into a Johnny on the spot, and he has a blue hand. Uh, or a, uh, he gets flushed out of a, uh, plane toilet. Yeah. I bet, I bet that's it. (laughs) I bet that is it. Yeah, that's all, uh, that's all I've got this episode-wise. I mean, there's not a lot story-wise to tell. We find out Will Reeves actually killed Judd, and, uh, I mean, he didn't string him up himself. He had Judd string himself up with some hypnotic flashlight. Um, and he's Hooded Justice, the uh, the main subject of the Minutemen TV show. Oh, uh, one, one last, well, at the very beginning, uh, during the Minutemen show, the guys say something about Herbert Hoover not being like uh, into weird sex stuff or something Ex- like that. Exactly. I'm like, oh, totally yeah? yeah. <laughs> a fucking weirdo transvestite. <laughs> no, an executive, not an executive transvestite. transvestite. <laughs> Probably lives in a cave somewhere. Back to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thought that was funny. Thank you, Eddie Izzard. I would have yeah. never, you know, thought about that at all. He doesn't call himself a transvestite anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he mentioned that on the Joe Rogan podcast, that uh, the it's it's not cool to say transvestite anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's so now he's just transsexual or a trans person or something like that. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care what, what label when I, you want. When I quote Eddie is addressed to kill, I'm still going to say transvestite, but <laughs> in all other purposes, I will not. <laughs> So yeah, that's all I got for this episode of Watchmen on the Couch. Anything else from you, Mike? No, that's it. All right. So uh, you can always visit WatchersOnTheCouch.com to find out more about the Watchers on the Couch uh, palette of or plethora of shows. Again, Chris and Debbie are covering season two of Castle Rock Misery happening over on Hulu right now. Eventually, I'll get around to watching it, um, but not yet. Not yet. Also, Mike, what if I told you that Watchers on the Couch now has a Discord channel? What? That's right. We have a Discord channel that we just created. And by just created, I mean literally like 20 minutes before I sat down to record this episode. I am the only person in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I am going to have, I'm going to have a link in the show notes to uh, join our Discord channel, which if you don't know what Discord is, it's basically, if you get the app, it says it's like chat for gamers and things like that. And it does have stuff to like help you stream games easier. But it has, it's basically like a chat room where you can have different, uh, you know, channels in your chat room. And I set up a channel for each show that we cover on Watchers on the Couch. And it also has voice support. So maybe we can uh, 
get some other people on the show through that as well. Because I know multi-calling f- through Skype's kind of weird. I'm not entirely... I know it can be done, but... I know it's just something I'm going to try out. You know, hashtag try it out. Even though it, we're coming up on the end of both Castle Rock and Watchmen, so we probably won't have much going on in there uh, for the rest of the year once these shows wrap up. But, you know... It's a good way to keep the conversation going as opposed to like Facebook where like things get lost in threads. These are chat rooms that are just always available uh, either on your desktop or on your phone. Sounds freaking sounds awesome to me. Check out the show notes for that. And you can talk to me because I'm the only one in there, as I said right now. But after this, I'll uh, I'll send the link out to all the other hosts on the on the uh, channel, on the network. And uh, I'll see if we uh, get some stuff going on. So until next time, I'm Tim Pickerel. And I'm Mike Daffron. And don't uh, don't stare directly into any flashlights. Or flashlights. <laughs> Definitely don't stare into flashlights. Sex stuff. <laughs> don't stare into a cyclops. <laughs> it's a name for a dick, get it? Oh, because it's only it's got a one-eyed one eye. monster. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, hey, Tim, how how many tickles does it take to tickle a squid? Um, I Ten know, tickles. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Will, hang me. No. Oh.